0: Our first reading comes from Matthew. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani? That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, this man is calling for Elijah. At once one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last. At that moment the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep, were raised. After his resurrection, they came out of the tombs and entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now when the centurion and those with him, who were keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were terrified and said, Truly this was was God's Son. Many women were also there, looking on from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee and had provided for him. Word of God, word of life. Be to God. Our second reading is from John. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. Word of God, word of life. This evening we are gathered with prayer and prayer around. this is left over and after we met in prayer around the cross on Monday. I'm recording this on Monday, and we had the prayer team come together, gather in prayers around the cross before the election, and took each one of these large candles into each of the precinct areas that will be used for voting tomorrow. And we gathered in prayer to be able to relieve a lot of this tension that we may be feeling in this time and to gather around the cross and to lift up our prayers our worries our hopes and uh, bring those to god and bring those in this space together and to know that that god is with us during this time that may feel very divisive that may feel very heavy and anxious and worry-filled that God is with us in this time. And I know that this is a recording that will be for the day after the election. And I think there is this power in the cross and coming to pray around the cross. Um, and there's this connection I wanted to make of this prayer that happened before the election and to get today, we will again join in prayer after the election. And that this message of the cross is something that has power and meaning and in any time. And I don't know what the state of the world is um, on Wednesday, but that the power and the message of the cross is still relevant and is still powerful and can be a time where we can still gather in prayer and know that God is with us through it all, before and after and the days to come. scripture readings that we heard this evening we hear Jesus cry from the cross my God my God why have you forsaken me this reminds me of when I was a chaplain at a hospital and my supervisor said that this verse was one of his favorite verses and something that he often brought um, to people who were in the hospital and were struggling And there was this real power of Jesus crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That Jesus was crying out to God. And there is this holiness of being able to be vulnerable and to just cry out to God in whatever emotions that they were feeling and that Jesus was feeling. And there's holiness in bringing that to God. And I remember in my own my own struggles of being a chaplain, and, and my own struggle with where is God in these hard moments. That there was this power of, and permission and holiness of just crying out to God. And however I felt, I feel like I often wanted to put up this wall. And in times of of anger or times of tension or anxiety, that. Wanted to just not really tell God or not not share with God how I was angry. Um, And there was just this real power of bringing that to God. And there's this holiness. Because Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus cries out and invites us too to continue that conversation with God. To break down that wall and bring to God everything that We are feeling even the hard hard feelings And it was powerful to share that with people who are in the hospital people who are struggling and I know in this time of pandemic we've all struggled in different ways And I think there's power In this prayer around the cross to just bring all of those feelings to god and know that god Hears that and god is with us through all of those feelings Even the feelings of anger and bewilderment and um, Fear But also any feelings of Dreams and hopes God is with us I know, in my own experience, when I'm able to to find a way to just voice and break that wall and bring whatever I have to God, there is a sense of this release. Sometimes a sense of peace to just not be holding on to all of that my own, but to share even my anger to share um, my joys to share anything that is struggling within to not have to to keep it all inside but to bring it in prayer to god um, or find a way to to embody it out into the world whether lighting a candle or just a way to to bring it outside of me and there's this peace that comes in that presence of knowing that god hears and is with us and so i had a second reading this evening to kind of bridge that story as we know that when jesus is crying out on the cross that that is not the end of the story that there is resurrection that comes, and I have Jesus, we hear Jesus coming and to, saying to his disciples, peace be with you, and my peace I leave with you. And so I wanted to be able to balance both of those stories this evening, of the story of crying out to God and knowing that God is with us, and there's this holiness and this divineness to just share whatever is on our hearts and all these anxieties and place them before God knowing that God listens to us and also this other end of the story where Jesus is showing up resurrected and leaving peace with his disciples and and saying that that this pain is not the end of the story and the sense of resurrected life and peace that comes as well I think there's power in the cross and that it holds space for a fuller story of recognizing pain and suffering but also this life that comes in resurrection and power of god's presence and god's work in our lives and the freedom that comes as we lay our prayers and our our feelings here around the cross. So may this be a time where you feel God's presence with you in all that you hold, and also may God's peace come with you this evening as well. And I hope that around you you also can find a cross that has been a part of your life that is meaningful um, in its journey with you. I know in my life I have a cross I received in baptism and in confirmation um, and many crosses as gifts A cross that was in my childhood bedroom um, when I was young and growing up these crosses that have journeyed with us being that presence and that peace in our lives in many stages and to give thanks for the ways that they have come alongside us and um, perhaps have journeyed with us throughout our days Um, may these crosses continue to be with us when we need that moment to pray around the cross and to hear that power and freedom and that peace and the presence and permission to cry out and all that the cross can hold and be with us in all that lies ahead as we continue going on and wherever we go. So if you have your cross nearby that you would like to just take a moment to spend giving thanks for its blessing, for its journey with you, and may continue to give you power and presence and peace as we go. this life journey Amen